Today I'm going to be speaking about key KPIs for your business. So first of all, I'm going to speak about what a KPI is because some people might not know. So a KPI stands for Key Performance Indicator. And these are basically some of the key numbers that I believe are super important to be tracking in your business, particularly if you're running business these indicators are going to be really really useful for you so I'm going to chat through the ones basically that I track on a daily weekly and monthly basis in my business and I hope that will help you to in your business understand some of the really key things to be looking at in your business key KPIs it's a little bit of a tongue twister but the very very first thing that you need to be measuring in your business at least on a monthly basis is of course profit. Profit is a KPI. It's a performance indicator. It indicates the performance, the financial health of our business. So it is something that does need to be looked at regularly. Of course, if you've been in this group for any length of time, you'll know that I bang on about profit all the time, but it is the top one. It is the one that you need to understand, you need to know, and it needs to make sense to you as well. If you're looking at your business profit that you're being presented by your accountant or your bookkeeper and it doesn't make sense, then you need to understand where it's coming from and what it actually means. So that's a really, really key one. And that is, of course, top of the bill in terms of what we want to be tracking and measuring on a weekly, monthly basis in our business. Now, the other thing that we want to be tracking and measuring on a weekly or monthly basis, ideally weekly, is actually what's the bank balance. So what is your bank balance in the business? What does that actually look like? Because sometimes it can be easy to kind of put our heads in the sand or ignore that. And actually your bank balance is a key performance indicator. It does help you understand how your business is performing financially. So please, please do make sure you're tracking and measuring your bank balance in your business. Make sure you actually know what the trend is. Is the trend upwards? Are you growing in the amount that's actually coming in, staying in your business? Or is it declining? Because that can be a really good indicator too of where your business's financial health stands if you actually look at that trend analysis over time. So perhaps every Monday, you just jot down what your bank balance is, pop it in a spreadsheet or something like that, and then you can actually track to see how your business is retaining or leaking cash. Okay, it's really, really important to understand that and why it's happening in your business. So are you overspending or are you actually managing to have your costs under control and actually your revenue is increasing and your costs are not increasing at the same rate, that's a really good position to be in. So making sure that you understand the relationship between those things and tracking them. Now, the next thing, I'm being a little bit distracted just now, I'll be honest, because I am in Slovenia at the moment and the farm, we're on a farm basically, and the farmers just let out his chickens. So they're just kind of wandering around my feet, which is a bit crazy, but a slightly aside. Anywho, the next thing that you want to be able to track and measure and look at on a very regular basis in your business is how long people are your customers or clients. What is the length of time that they stay with you? Okay, that can be a really key number to know in your business. Is it that people are staying with you for years? Is it that people are staying with you for months? Or is it that people are staying with you for weeks? So how long does the average client or customer stay with you in your business? What does that look like? Because of course, we want to extend the relationship time that we have with people. So once we get a baseline, we know, okay, at the moment they stay on average whatever it is, two years, perhaps we want to try and increase that to two and a half years. What can we do to deliver extra value to our clients so they stay with us for longer and therefore, of course, pay us for longer as well.
So what does that look like for you in your business? And leading on from that, what is there for your average lifetime value of your customer or client? So there you go. You can hear the cockerel perhaps. So in terms of the average uh, lifetime value of a client, how much are your clients and your customers spending on average over the entire lifetime that they are a client? And of course, I know some of you will be saying, hang on, Annette, some of my clients pay me five grand a month and some pay me 50 quid a month. Yes, I understand that you have different price points and it might be that you want to look at your buckets individually, but if you have kind of big amounts of people in these different price points, but if you have a small amount of clients and customers that you work with at any one time, you probably then want to look at them overall as an overall picture. So yes, there'll be some outliers, but what is the average? Because this is what we're working off to get us some trend analysis to say, okay, the average now is X. What do we want it to be? Where do we want to take it to? We can start setting targets around those and start measuring that and tracking it and really understanding how the numbers are starting to move in our business as a result of the other activity that we do in our business because the numbers are just the data. The numbers just gives us the data basically on how we're performing in our business, what we're doing in our business. So the actions that we're taking in our business, they result in the data. Okay, and that includes the finances, that includes the numbers. So once we get a starting point and we understand what the numbers are now, we want to be starting to track that so we get trend analysis so we can actually look and see what the trends are over time and really understand the data that our business is telling us. So we spoke about profit, we spoke about the length of time that somebody's a client, and we've spoken about your lifetime value of a customer as well. The next thing that I wanna speak about is the average client monthly or annual spend. So you can use this other data that you've just pulled off to calculate this. So what does your client typically spend a month with you? Or what does your average client typically spend every six months with you? Whatever kind of works for your packages in your business, we want, again, a number that sits there. So it might be that in the past you sold much lower priced products and actually you're increasing your price level. So the average client spend should eke up when you're looking at that trend analysis, when you're looking at that data in your business, okay? So that can be a really important one to measure as well, to really get a handle on what that looks like, on what that trend is like, okay? And the last piece of data that I wanna speak about today that I think is really, really important for you to be tracking and measuring in your business is the conversion rate, okay? So how many calls are you getting on a week with prospects? versus how many are becoming clients and customers of yours. So what does that look like in terms of sales calls, discovery calls, whatever you wanna call them, they're ultimately sales calls. Um, what does that look like for the number of people you're speaking to on a weekly basis versus the number that are actually becoming clients and customers of yours? Where does that sit? Where does that sit now? And are you happy with that number? Does that, you know, when you look at that number, you're thinking, oh, great, that's, a, you know, my time is being well spent. I'm managing to convert the right people. I'm getting on the phone with the right people. I'm giving them what they want. Therefore, they're becoming clients. And if the rate is looking a little bit wonky, then you can measure and evaluate what needs to be done. Is it that your marketing message is attracting the wrong people? Is it that the people that you're attracting are not people who are actually ultimately going to be your customer? Or are you attracting tire kickers. What does your message look like there? Do you need to up that? Or is it that when you get on a call with somebody, perhaps that you don't understand what to say, perhaps you need 
um, to be tweaking your messaging when you're actually on the call to actually helping them reach a conclusion as to whether or not they want to work with you. What does that look like? Once we have the data, you can then decide where the actions are going to be in order to change the data going forward. And then you tweak and measure. So with all of these things that I've just spoken about, it's about understanding the starting point of the data and then measuring on a weekly or monthly basis so that you can understand which bits you need to tweak which bits you need to um, pull the levers on in order to be able to get those little incremental improvements in your business. Those little, kind of, you've heard the saying I'm sure before, which is you know 1% in each area, then adds up to a massive result overall in terms of business growth, in terms of financial growth, whatever success looks like for you and your business. So it's about really understanding where we are with the data, tracking the data, measuring the data, and then being able to implement things for your business, for your business's success that makes sense for you based on your individual data. Because it's all very well learning all this um, stuff that we find online, but actually, unless you can really understand how it impacts your business, and the way you understand that is by measuring the data, then you're just gonna be doing stuff and it's gonna be kind of like chucking spaghetti at a wall. Is that a saying? I don't even know if that's a saying. But anyway, I'm just going to claim it. I think those are some of the key, key KPIs, key performance indicators that are really, really important to measure in any business, particularly in an online business. I hope that has been super, super helpful for you today. And I will see you very, very soon. Take care, guys. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.